We're live. Let's go. You ready, Uncle I'm Sam? ready. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of the Donks Hockey Podcast. Uh, unfortunately, Cowboy's going to be tied up on on this one, so we're going to have to go without him on this one, buddy. Um, but in this episode, we're going to talk about... Uh, Man, it's it's crazy, right, Uncle Sammy? Oh, dude, try it. I mean, not only did try out, not only did my Hokies not well, not only that, but my Hokies knocked out your Lady Vols. Oh my god! And tell tell the tell the world about your uh, Bauer Agent stick. Well, so we're you know <laughs> big 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 tryout coming up. Uh, lost uh lost about a two hundred and fifty dollar investment today. Uh, shooting pucks out in the driveway. That's not. Are you serious? Yeah, I think. Why didn't you? Uh, why didn't you use a, a shit stick? I I don't. Since he was shooting on synthetic ice, like it wasn't like he was just out there ripping clappers oh, okay. off the pavement. Like it was synthetic ice. Right. So, like in my mind, I feel like it's right. okay. Well, that that could be a bad omen, or it could be a fresh start omen, right? Like you get a new stick. Yeah, let's go with fresh start omen. Jesus, Panda. My bad. <laughs> Already throwing the All bad right, juju bad. on it. All right. So uh let me let me so this 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 episode is a little bit disjointed because we had some different plans for it, but but we felt like we had to do a hot take on this the, one. Right? The people um, we're calling it April Anarchy. The people need to know. Go ahead. The people need to know. People need to it's know. It's anarchy. People need to know what's going on. Right? It's anarchy season. Uh we're rolling out of March Madness and we're going into April Anarchy now. Um, let's call this a carryover episode from uh, transitions and mindsets, right? I think they all kind of piggyback off well, each other. What do you think? There, I definitely think it flows, right? Like, like we had our our yeah. cuffing season flow flowed right into the mindset and then per- perspectives. Like, like we've we've kind of taken a look at what what we need to evaluate from the last season, and now we got to go into next season. I feel like it's almost a carryover, though, from the squirt curse and the Wee blues, man. Um, that's kind of where I was feeling for a little bit. Um, just so the audience knows, we've we finally signed up for tryouts. Uh, we were hedging for a while, but let me let me set the tone. For, let me set the tone here a little bit, right? So I was talking to Sammy about this. Um, talked to a buddy of mine over at uh, at he was at a um, at another function. And he was talking about all the observations that he saw at this 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 thing, right? And there was parents talking about coaching and coaching announcements, parents complaining about development, parents stalking coaches, um, parents kind of watching their kids like intently, like what are they doing on the ice? Are they making mistakes, right? And even got into uh, you know kind of like. The, my 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 friend was telling me about like are these kids getting noticed um and it was just you know parents kind of holding court and you could see the kind of the clicks and stuff and i'm not even talking about a tryout Dude, we're talking about <laughs> Uncle we're Sammy? talking about a skill session <laughs> right this is this was a skill session that these guys not, are talking about it was a pre-tryout skill to session quote one of my favorite basketball players Go. not a game not the game that right. i love it's not, <laughs> but and it, it was, it was, he's, he said rumors were flying. He said that he saw, you know, just 
it was just off the hook, man. And but here, here's where it was funny. After I talked to this guy, like I, so just to to recap, uh, Little Peanut's been playing a lot of lacrosse this this spring. We have. It's right? been great. And you haven't even hit any sessions, really. Dude, we skated once for a spring summer tryout. We'll skate tomorrow. Yeah. Like, like get him away from it, right? And like, uh, right. Right, and Little Panda took uh, well two weeks off. The only thing he did was, of course, his skate lessons. Right, and it was just, it's just been it's been crazy. It's you could feel. So when we finally went to our first upper tier, or whatever you want to call it, clinic, I I text Sammy and I'm like, man, the energy in this place is crazy, right? So to backtrack a little bit well, too, think, hold on, hold on, I think you're you're missing. Both, like the energy fed through your phone to my phone and like the immediate, <laughs> yeah. like, dude, my kid's going to get cut because he's not skating in the middle of March. Like, right. Like what in the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's been, it, it's been very like high tense, I guess is the right way to describe it. Well, would you, would you call that a, even would you call the, that a carryover from like the squirt double a curse? Is curse, I, I I think so. The way it was described to me by n- another older parent was is that it's it's like you're you're still unsettled, right? Like how long did we go through trying to figure out where the hell we were going to register our kids, right? But we'll get to that in a second. So I I texted Sammy, right, and it was there was a coach finally out there uh, for my kid. And the team that he's potentially has a, a shot of getting on, right? And they just they just recently announced him. So this is the whole coaching announcement carousel right now, and we'll even go into that deeper because there's a whole hot take on that. I really appreciate like the like the keeping the parents on the edge of their seat, like. You've got the the team that's like super committed already. Been in, been in this level for what? I mean, nine years. And so you start you start with right. that coach instead of all the parents that like first year with an opportunity to play yeah. at, at tier one, make them wait two weeks. Yeah. Like, so I kind of appreciate it. Oh, it was crazy, right? Like, and it was the last one announced for our tryout group. But so. Let's backtrack, right? Like, so I we I went to this this first uh, upper level clinic. He hadn't gone to one yet. All right, so let, let's let's uh, let's backtrack a little, right? So I guess what it came down to, right? Little Panda came off the ice, and he was like, I had to give him a shot, right? And I called you up, what ten something that night, and I was like, F it, man, I'm, I'm going to sign him up, full send, <laughs> you know, and with that. Without knowing a coach. Yeah, but... And I said, it doesn't, you know... Go ahead. No, yeah, but I think that, you know, all it took was that time with the kids that are at that skill level. And, like, we're super lucky, right, in a way that it's, like, the minor birth year. So you get to see the older kids skating. And, like, yeah, that's it. That's what I want. Yeah. Well, I think that's what he wants. It's not even what I want, right? I mean, that's what we figured well, out. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he sees what they're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that's where I want to be. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely he he came off and he was like, I was like, what'd you think? He goes, I loved it, is what he said, and I was like, man, he was sweating and it was it was crazy. Now, of course, you're like on a different boat because you stuck with this lacrosse thing. My little panda don't play two sports, buddy. I gotta get it. So how's I, I? As much as it like, I see you guys skating, and it's like, fuck, like it's once a week though. Yeah, but I think that that ice touches are ice touches, right? And you're going into this huge tryout. Like, like, am I doing the right thing? I think is is definitely one of those things that runs through my head. Like lacrosse has got another. Well, ten, I think lacrosse has got another ten weeks. Like, I think it goes both ways, though. I mean, you can you could burn them out too, right? And you could do too much. No, yeah. I, or I yeah. well, and I think that that's where like. That's where the donks come in, right? Like, what, what is the right amount of pre-tryout stuff, right? Because, I mean, if you look at it, even in the DMV area, you could do five days a week pre-tryout clinics. You could have. You could have. You, uh, you know, and there are people that did three. But I think it goes back to knowing your son or your daughter, right? Like, knowing what they can handle. Yeah. I wouldn't even say handle, but, you know, like, that's what's a- the right amount? Because, like, you just came off of, yeah, I mean, like, what do we play, 66 games, 67 games? Like, with tournaments? It was, uh, what was it? It was a lot. Like, we played a lot yeah. of hockey. Yeah. And. Yeah. it was High level. We played pretty high I would level. Say, I, I would say, you know, the highest a 10U team can play in the state of Virginia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I, but that grind. So, this like, goes back to, be, to. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I'll cut this out. You no, 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 no. That grind is right. Dude, the, the, like the grind, the grind of the season, the, like you have to like take that into account and like, what's the right thing? Like if, if the right thing for your kid is to grind three days a week and continue on in a routine, like do it. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's talk about the struggle and what I mean by the struggle you and I had all these conversations about what are we doing? <laughs> Where are we going? And we thought it to death, but ultimately, and I, and I talked to some higher level hockey coaches and I told them, I go, I think I was, I, I was off on all my thinking. Like it has to be what he wants. It has to be what he wants to do. And he has to be, he has to be vested in it. Right. But we both came to the conclusion, like, it doesn't matter to us, right? If he makes his team or not, we're going to, we'll take whatever we take. Well, I think that you obviously want to see him make the team, but everything happens for a reason. Like, in a way. Yeah. But I don't, I'm like, I wish you had, and you haven't been to one yet, which is, which I think you're better off, you know, because of a little bit of the tension, right? Like, that that's the thing that got me the most. And I, I, and and some people that I've talked to that that aren't trying out at this level, they're like, the energy is just so like weird. I think that, and, I think that I'm going to if I if I do end up at one, I'm going to learn from your mistakes, and I'm going to drop him off, and I'm going to make him tie his own skates because that's where we're at in life. And I'm going to sit in the bar and I'm not even going to watch. That's what I'm going to try. 
Yeah, so it was it was interesting. Um, so the 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 clinic that that we're talking about, you had the option of going to what eight sessions, right? I think so. Four. So weeks, I chose two times to, a week. Yeah, yeah. So I chose I chose once a week, right? But as we got closer to the tryouts, which are coming up next week, depending on when this is released, so we we might be. I, I, it'll it probably we be we'll probably be balls deep in tryouts when this is released. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, I decided yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I need to get him on the ice. I had this, this FOMO thing that uncle Sammy went through and I was like, and I fought, I, I fought a little bit with him. And it's probably one of the fewer times that I forced him on the ice. Dude, you gotta be strong. <laughs> like he'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets out there and it's, it's a, it's, it, it was a, it was a great clinic and he picked something up on it. You know, it was it was a A double A rated clinic, but it was still fantastic. You know, um, so I mean, I'll, I'll sit here and give a shout out. It was twenty three hockey. It was a great session. You know, he got some skills out of it. Um, he worked on some fundamental things. So, I, I guess my point is, is that I think we all need to just remember the roots, right? Like where we came from. Like you know, and that's what I I try to get them by doing that. Like remember your roots. Like remember the fundamentals. <laughs> Like it doesn't always have to be this high speed thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And sometimes you can learn something by slowing down a little bit. Like, oh yeah. Like you know, in the Absolutely. in the Navy, and we we use this like uh, it's called crawl, walk, run. Right. So you gotta right. you gotta crawl before you can walk. You gotta walk before you can run. Like so, sometimes slowing it down a little bit is not a bad thing. I think that's I think that's a fantastic analogy, bro. Like I think that's a great take on it. Yeah. Um, I so I'm going to use one. I'm going to oh, use a little law enforcement thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you always you always fight down. You don't fight up. You always fight from a position up up high. Yeah. Right. I felt I felt like for the last three weeks, I was fighting from the down position. Like I was fighting. Uh, I was fighting up. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like I was fighting upwards and at a non-tactical position. And I was struggling with it, right? Instead of just going back to thinking of all the positive things, right, that are up top and work, you know, I was thinking of all these negative things and I was overthinking things, right? And I think that's kind of the the feel that I get when I go into these things, right? Like, and, and you'll have to experience Dude, is it. Is it designed I mean, that way, though? Is it designed to feel like that you're marching up the hill? Like I'm, I'm truly curious. Sometimes it does. I, like I'll, I'll change my opinion if, if it doesn't seem that way this week. But like I really think that like, not well, not let's, that let's talk about coaching announcements. Well, hold on. Let's let's talk about like I, I have like this weird place on these like pre-trial clinics and you know development for tryouts. Like, like it's a very pointed thing. But like, what does it mean? Like I would love okay. to know. I right. I think I think what you said earlier makes sense, right? Ice touches. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's one thing, but I also think that if you go like five times a week for four month, four weeks, it's not going to make them into what you think you want them to be. No, I completely right. Agree. Like I don't, I don't think that's going to make the difference in my opinion. Well, uh, I think that from one A to another A. Do you? No, I don't. Um, but does it help you? Does it hurt you? Does it depend on your kid? Like, 
Like those are all the things that like run through my head when I'm sitting on the lacrosse field and I know you guys are out skating. Like I know it sounds stupid. Like I'm a grown ass man and I'm wondering like what this coach is thinking about these other kids at hockey while I'm sitting there at lacrosse. That's that, that's that's the mental game that we're talking about right here. April anarchy, Dude, right? I'm, it's fucking and bananas. When you so I think when you sit when you sit through one of these high level clinics, you kind of if 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 you weren't on a double A team, and I'm not bragging when I say that. Oh, I am. I think you'll feel what. Well, no, you'll <laughs> you'll you'll feel what we went through. Like you'll feel that tension. Like what's next for my kid, right? Yeah. With, and that was mid season, right? And that's what I'm talking about. And I think it's. What you said before, right? Transparency and uncertainty. I can't even say it right. Is what we were talking about, right? And that's that's where a lot of this tension comes from, you know. And there was a question I brought up. Go ahead. So I I kind of like in hindsight like want to talk about that transparency because like in reality like I wasn't very transparent, and so like I'm gonna call myself out on being a little bit of a hypocrite because. You know, I told everybody, like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. And But you didn't. Well, but that's not transparent, right? Because I, I knew what I was doing. Like, I had talked to my kid. I knew where he wanted to be. And I was almost scared to commit until I had that, like, come to Jesus moment like you did when he came off the ice. And he was like, that was it. Like, I knew. Just like you knew. But I didn't want to. Uh, I did. I I, I I'm giving I, I'm giving Big Panda the disappointed dad look right now. Just just for all the listeners. Listen, Uncle Sammy. I I wasn't I wasn't sure about it. I was very uncertain about it. Okay, but I think I think the problem becomes right when you see this atmosphere. It's it's the parents that feel like they failed if their kid fails, right, or if they don't make a team, which is not a failure. It just means your kid's not there yet, right? No, it's definitely that's, and that's. But I think that's where the tension comes from. Like we don't want to have either a. We don't want to have those conversations if our kid fails, and and maybe some people don't know how to handle it, right? Go back to transitions and listen. And I think that's 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 where a lot of that tension comes from, right? I, and I completely agree because, like, as parents, like your kid's going to have enough failure on their own. Right. Like, like, trust me, like when was it like a week ago, like out me and you were like planning on meeting up at that clinic and uh little peanut brought a note home. Yeah. Brought a note home from the, the teacher that said that he decided yep. to work on homework instead of social studies. Like, like they're going to make mistakes. And so like as parents, like it's almost like you want to be a shit shield but you also don't want this fun thing to become something they hate because of a decision you made. Right. And these, these are all, we're not telling parents with this one, what to do and what to think. We're just giving you our opinion on this. Right. Like I still don't know what, and these, right. (laughs) These are, these are like, these are like real struggles and, and conversations as uncle Sammy's drinking his mellow corn 
whiskey and I'm drinking my Miller Lite. Like, hold on, let's plug. We, let's we, plug the Mellow Corn. Eighteen dollars. Great pour. <laughs> For you uh, dead listeners out there, Mellow Corn, eighteen dollars, great pour. <laughs> it's good, but uh, it's uh, it just I, the title of it. I, I just can't do it. Uh, I, I digress, but uh, it's. I think it's. There's a lot of struggles here, right? There's a lot of things going on, and like it, it just we we cannot be the ones to add that additional pressure. I think that's the biggest thing, right? And the the kids will feel what we feel um and that's that's the biggest takeaway i think from this stop fighting up fight from a position of high ground and fight your way down right take the tactical best tactical approach go in with the right mindset right i know it's a terrible analogy and and non police people don't understand it but no it I, <laughs> go ahead Sammy. what you so i think that that there's a huge takeaway from what you just said, right? Like is, is it's your mentality. Like that is the key. And I, I struggle with this. Like, God, do I struggle with this? Um, but like your attitude towards whatever you decide, like will make or break, like how it goes. Yeah, I mean, absolutely take into consideration what your kid wants and what's best for him. Uh, I think that's a big thing, right? And it was interesting. So I was talking to a dad, and he knew what level his kid was at. And we sat and had no, beers and talked, my, and he dude, was just... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to interrupt you, because they hadn't made a level for my kid yet. Like, he, they should just put him straight in the NHL. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, was, this was last season. <laughs> This is last season. Connor Bedard ain't heard it. It was this was Connor Bedard ain't shit. Yeah. Oh, Connor Bedard. That's that's a whole that's a whole other story. That's that's disgusting right there. Just stop it. I'm waiting for the next set of NHL cards to come out. Yeah, I'm trying to get one of those. (laughs) No, it's not they haven't released yet. I was just talking to my card guy, but the uh You got a card guy? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. Card guy. I've got a card guy. You gotta have a card guy. But uh, they, so anyways, this dad was like, he's like, I know what my kid is. I know what level he belongs at and I'm good with it. Right. Like, and, and for him accepting that makes it easier for him. Right. And he just kind of looks around and says like, this is a level appropriate for my kid because I understand and I know what my kid needs or don't, doesn't need. Right. So, I mean, going back to that, like, buddy, hold on. There's a lot to take away from that. Let's start with the, the ultimate one, like holy self-awareness. Oh, he's fantastic. Like the kids playing on the donks team, tournament team. You have to, regardless of, regardless of what people think of the kid's ability, right? Like the attitude alone puts him on our team right away. Yeah. Right. Like you know when when the kid can just be happy and you know and the dad like is just like that self-aware like yeah come with us man i want to hang with you right like that's all awesome. yeah we can crush that's we fantastic. can crush a bourbon together like oh dude this this when you meet him you're gonna be like yeah yeah but <laughs> anyways so a shout out to that guy he'll know who it is when he hears this Let's go but uh yeah but he uh but it was just it was an interesting take and he 
he was he was an observer and he just kind of looked around and he's like he's not even you know that he he played on the lower team and he was just like man some of these parents like they're just trying to elevate these kids to certain you know just around them all the way around them nobody specific i don't want to i don't want to do it like that but it just like just be see what's appropriate for your kid right and that was the big thing and and that that trend like in my opinion, not to cut well, you translates, off, but go ahead. No, it translates into tryout, though, right? When you don't have that expectation, and your kid just is going to go out and do the best that he can. All right, I gotta, I gotta, right? I gotta like, refute that, though. Like, do you let the previous year dictate where you try out? Based on that, right? Like, I think you ask your kid, right? That's what we ultimately ended up doing. Well, I mean, that's what we did, right? But. But if, like, I would say that, but all right. I would say let's let's take R two for example, right? Okay. I would say that they were somewhere like close to middle upper six on the team, right? I think that's fair. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fair. But they weren't the top six, right? Like, like so, does that mean that they should play another year at the level that they're at, or should you try to push them, like? Like, these are all the things that I, like, struggled with, like, all year. Um, and then you bring in spring, and then you bring in spring, summer, right? And so you look at the kid that he was nine months ago, ten months ago during the spring, and you're like, well, fuck. Like, he competed at that level about the same way that he did it at the level we played at this year. Like, Well, I think I think it goes back to what you said from episode one. What's that? Hockey will only take you as far as little peanut will let it take him. Bang. Right. Or, so do you? Right. So, so do you hold him back because but, your but perception? You, like, like this thing's so fucked. No, man. you. <laughs> but maybe, maybe that's what the tension is from from these clinics. These people are trying to, you know. But I think you just have to look at it with a, a good eye and be able to like evaluate it. Yeah, right? but like, and then mentally, you're. You're prepared for that conversation once after tryouts is done, right? Because ultimately, we've talked about it. You know, we've talked about the three different levels that our kids could possibly end up on, right? And we're like, we're at peace with it. Yeah. You know, you you said you said that if you, if our kids don't make the top level, it's a hard fall. But is it really? If he's happy, it's not right. Like, because it doesn't matter. Because, like, obviously, you want to see him compete at the highest level, right? Like, as a dad. Like, as a dude, right? Like, we're all dudes. Like, we're all fucking competitive, right? So you want your kid to have that, like, killer instinct, step on his fucking throat, like, be the best. But it's still a game, right? Like, it's not life yet. Yeah. Well, how many how many pros went through their whole life playing at a very mid-to-low level? Even house hockey. I mean, I would say that right? it's more common. And they develop, they, than, it's more common than like high level hockey wants to admit. Right. I mean, geographically, I think it's it, it plays a big role in it. Obviously, right. We're not playing in Minnesota, right. So I think that's where the other pressure comes from. We're not in Minnesota, and there's a high compete level here for these guys to to make sure that they perform at the highest level possible. You got to, you know what I mean, and then. It's just it, it, we've just come we've come in such a big circle, man. Because I never thought that we'd be going 
we ended up at this tryout. I really didn't. As much as you tried to convince me that we would. Dude, I told you it seven was, months ago we're going to be here together. Was not on the plan, dude. Was not on the plan. I get that. But um, I think that... I think that the 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 ability to self evaluate and the season that that we experienced right kind of led us to where we were at. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um, I think that. So here are my other takes on this, real quick. Like we, so let, let's let's kind of pick apart the decision process first, right? Because I'm sure that there are parents, and when when I say that. Let's pick apart the decision process. I think it'll help people in the long run. Either it's a happy expectation or it's a non-happy expectation. Do you know where I'm coming from with that? In the sense of, all right, it, it, it wasn't. You know, if I'm not if I'm not worried about the coaching, then fine. As long as the coach is good to him, you know what I mean, and treats him fairly, right? Like that was the first thing, right? We didn't care about the coaching. At that point, I didn't reach out to anybody to ask who the coach was. I mean, I think I might have asked a parent or two, but it ultimately became a non-sticking point, right, for both of us. Like, it was just like, all right, this is what our kids wanted. We want them at a high level, right? Just go out there and treat our kids fairly. I think that's what we can say about that, right? Yeah. So that's one point, right? Uh, The second point, I think, is... We don't let the lun- we don't let our little lunatics run the asylum for sure, right? But we give them that freedom of choice, right? And I think they become more vested in us when you give him the freedom to say, "Okay, this is a team I want to try out for, Dad." Okay, and then you also say, "All right, show me," right? And that kind of pushes them a little bit to to prove something to you, right? As long as they know that you're vested in them for the right reason. So I'm gonna take some I'm of that. Pick- you look like you. I, yeah, I do. I have a hot take on that one. I think that the more no, they're they're the more they're invested in decision making at a young age, the easier it is for adults, like when they become adults, that it is to make hard decisions. Like, so I think that I agree with that. So I think that them understanding like the commitment that goes into each level and are they willing to like put in that time and go on those car rides is super important and like they've got to be just as committed as we are when it comes to, Hey, when we're at the rink, you know, seven days in a row, like you're still bought in and you're still vested in this decision. I I know we're taking something so simple and, and making it so much bigger maybe to some of the listeners, but I think this is, I I think we're giving them an idea of inside our thought process. I think it's right. It's the whole it's the whole donks mentality, right? Life through hockey. Right. So, and, and I think you probably did what I did and you asked them what they wanted to do, but have them explain their reasoning. Like, why do you want to do this? Yep. A hundred percent. Right. I think that, that that's, that's very important. And I think that in the long run, if we make them feel like they made the decision that we kind of guided them still through and to, they feel like that you've given them a greater sense of freedom. Like, wow, my parents give me the freedom of choice to pick where I want to play, right? And obviously it's got to be a, a a totality of circumstances. The dynamics need to fit everybody, right? But 
you know, you can still lay three or four options in front of them and make, make one of them work or, or they understand the sacrifice you're going to do to make those work. I mean, hell you move from Hampton roads. I mean, well, I so kind of had orders. I think that's just, like, it's, it's not suggestions. It's orders. <laughs> okay. Sometimes we have to give those, <laughs> but even like, so even in the, like moving up here, like it wasn't just as cut and dry as like, we're going to go and play for the club that we played for. Um, like there was some history there. Right. And like, like the spring summer thing, like definitely like guided us to where we ended up for sure. Um, that's a good take. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good place to relate to the parents, how you ended up at the club you did, because I mean, the Northern Virginia DMV area has so many damn clubs. Yeah. I mean, like, so that, like, I, I mean, the club that we, we ended up at hosted a spring summer tryout and we came up and everything was top notch, right? The facilities, uh, the tryout itself might've been a little bit of a gong show, but the <laughs> <laughs> gong show. spring is always a little disjointed. It is. Um, it seems like they they morph it every year, and I'm not I'm not putting any club down when I say that. It just seems like spring is just kind of like I think they're they're much more relaxed with Dude, it. So go ahead, yeah, and yeah. get better every year, and that's what we've seen. Um, oh yeah, but like yeah. like you walk into the rink and it's it's like man, like this is a place that I could be proud of, and then you know the the club hockey director takes time out of his day to to sit down and talk to you. Um, the spring summer coach, like he's very open about it. Like he'll sit down and talk to you. Like it was just a very good atmosphere. And it's, it's kind of one of those, like, you know, you're home when you're home, like when you're buying a house. Yeah. Like, like it was, Yeah, it just feels like it, right? Like you, you walk in, you're like, I want to live here. Yeah. And then, you know, like you go to tryouts and, like, hey, we've got the spring summer thing and we got one more tournament. Like, like, would you like to bring little peanut like to play in the last tournament? Like, like, holy shit. Like, like you guys are going out of your way. Like, this is absolutely where I want to be. For the record, that was my suggestion, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it and we ended up pl- it really was perfect. Like, yeah. And we ended up we we knew that. Yeah, that spring tournament. That spring tournament was awesome. We ended up playing some really good competition. Actually, yeah, we, it was kind of crazy. We really did up in Aston. Well, Sound Shore, Sound Shore selects Green dude, or something, right? Sound they Shore. had some kids that could play hockey. There was some. There was some AAA kids on that team for sure. It was crazy. Well, I think it was. So don't I, ever, well, don't ever, hold don't, on. I think it was that tournament where we had just beaten a team like eight two, right? Like, don't get me wrong, we won the game. It was like decisive, but parents on the other team were like, "Oh, you guys are playing down!" Like, oh, just a bunch. Oh, yeah, just a bunch of AAA kids. But here's the spring, here's the funny part of this. Spring, I don't know that I ever told yeah. you the story. Is the parents are standing outside of our locker room, bitching about our kids playing down, and Peanut walks out of the locker room with a Shy Town Shuffle like AAA Elite hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and that's whose kid is that? 
Whose kid is that? Why like, is he in our locker like room? His parents are like, see, I told you. Like completely validated all of their argument. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, all right. So let's 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 kind of get back on. That's awesome. That's a great story. So you know me, man. I, I get so emotionally charged and, and the listeners out there and the people that know me, I get really emotionally charged sometimes. So I, I, I kind of rely on you for, as a sounding board for sure, man. And, uh, you and the cowboy. Well, I mean, I think that's why we're the, so I, I, yeah, I mean, we, we have to be, I mean, you gotta, you gotta find those people to count on because you gotta hit the reset button, right? Because it's going to, for whatever reason, like I said, I had to catch myself during that, that clinic when I was texting you and be like, why is a little pain on that group? <laughs> Like, why isn't he with the other kid? You know, I will say, friends don't leave friends hanging. And what did I tell you? Nope. What did I tell you? Uh, I don't remember. You're acting like a dog. Knock it the fuck off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Stop reading into that BS. So, just a funny moment and outtake from that. Um, it, It was just, it was just crazy. But so going back to like, I want to talk about not. It wasn't that I didn't care about who his coach was going to be, but it didn't become a priority, right? And so the other thing I want to bring up was, and you you brought it up earlier too, was this waiting game for coaching announcements, right? So I actually went and asked uh, a director about that. I go, what's I go? Hey, just out of curiosity, and I wasn't trying to be that guy overstepping boundaries, and and certainly when and the team that that little panda tried up for now, I didn't go out and out of my way to figure out who that coach was. But he said that uh, this director told me, he goes, I'm having real problems finding coaches right now. I go, really? He's like, yeah. He's go, I've, I've asked four or five, like these like current coaches, like college level kids, you know, kids that, that you may have encountered or, or billeted at one point, uncle Sammy. And he was like, they don't want to come and coach because of the endless emails. And he goes, ultimately, he, his quote was, it's because of the parents. The parents are just too intense. Like, parents just need to relax a little bit. And so the problem with, I guess he was saying for the DMV is, is that it's hard to find quality coaches right now. Oh. And that's a big issue. I can definitely- and that was definitely a topic of conversation that got brought up in and some of these these clinics in other areas too. So go ahead. No, I can definitely see that, right? Like it's hard to grow hockey in growing areas for that reason. Right? You're competing against these these hockey like I, I don't even know what to call them, but like where I grew up in Tennessee, right? Like in Tennessee, like hockey wasn't a thing, right? But you could go find a hitting coach for baseball, you could find a pitching coach. You can find a guy who can teach you how to get off the line of scrimmage in football. You can teach, find a guy to to teach you how to shoot a jump shot. Like and and if we as parents keep running off those quality people, like like we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot to grow the hockey community and the sport. Well, the DMV population is so large, but I liken this to, and you can appreciate this. It's it's th- like teachers. You know, and there are good and bad teachers. I'm not saying all teachers are great, but teachers are, it's like a, a vocation almost, right? Like you have to be dedicated to be a teacher. <laughs> you you got to be something. You find, 
Right. And you find few and far between uh, people that want to be teachers now because of the parents. Right. And it's almost like a crisis in teaching. I, I hate to liken school to, to hockey, but nobody uh, wants to coach hockey. Uh, no, I, I think it's a great analogy. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like people don't want to put up with this crap anymore. And Every I think part of it, and, and I, I catch myself, right? Like, I catch myself saying, I got to be a better parent because there's some good quality people out there coaching, you know, and they're not perfect, you know? And, and I just, you know, that's, that's, that's my little, you know, soapbox or whatever you want to call it, right? Oh, no, I mean, listen, I, I'm standing I, behind you holding signs, like, you know, like I just, like, I just don't, I, you know, and I don't, yeah, I just don't know what, like I, I, I haven't seen or, or I, we haven't had a coach that's that's young like that, right? Like I think you've had more experience with it because you keep in touch with your billets and have good relationships. But you could, you would even probably suggest some of those kids come and do it, but most of them probably don't want to because of the whole dynamics and. And how some of the parents are, and it's I, just it's just crazy, man. I, well, I think that it's it's a lot like teaching, right? Like you got to have kind of a calling for it, right? Because just like with every job, right? There's bullshit that goes along with it, and so like coaching hockey is no different. But yeah, and, and it, but you're it's right. It's not going to be perfect either. No, and you can't expect it to right? be. And it's and gonna... and I will tell you that one of the one of the best coaches that that little peanut has had and I'm going to give him a shout out right now cuz I love the dude to death. Uh coach Cody, uh he runs OTM on the moment, uh hockey skill development down at Hampton Roads for any of you guys listening, hit him up. He will get your kid right. Um That's awesome. But but like even him, right? Like he won a tier 3 national championship. Like like listen to the words, like national championship. Like the whole fucking country and you have parents standing on the glass second guessing like why is he putting my kid on this line like why is he swapping my kid's d partner and it's like yeah and and it's yeah it's crazy to me and like and and and, and mama panda and i have already had these conversations and we said that that Whatever happens next season, if you were to make a high-level team, we said, we're going to just let the coach coach, right? And he needs to figure out, if he's not playing, why he's not playing, you know? And then he needs to go do something about it. He needs to figure it out, I, right? I, I truly think that that's another one of those life skills. Like, we do the same thing with Peanut. Like, if you're not happy with your playing time, like, I'm not going to the coach. Mom damn sure ain't no. going to the coach. Like, hey, coach, like, it's not like I will tell you the words. Yeah, to say. it's not about us. I will tell you, I will help you with the words to say, but I'm not fucking saying them. Right. And this all this all ties into this whole, I think, the energy of <laughs> just these high level clinics no, I and completely pre tryouts. And and it's just and it's like, just, it's I'm just not crazy. telling you what I'm doing. And and like. I don't even like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just all one big pile of like, ugh. yeah, let's just, let's just all stop, go to the bar and have drinks. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think like, like the, let's, not to harp let's, on, everybody like, just relax. Not to harp on what coach K said, <laughs> but like, dude, go have an hour and 30 minutes of adult time at the bar. 
like reconnect with your friends right. and let them figure it out. And I'm just as guilty as everybody else. It's a perfect time. Like I, I am not saying right. that I am any different. Cause your kid is not going to be perfect. Yeah. And your kid is not going to be perfect on the ice. Just let him go make his mistakes. It's fine. It's not going to cost him a position or this or that. No, right? no, no. There's plenty you know, of shorter. There's plenty of other shit that'll cost him a position or cost him playing time. Right, like sh- short of having a crappy attitude. Right. Yeah. So let me let me ask you here real quick. And I know that this conversation has come up before, and you and I have talked about this a little bit. So the other thing when we're talking about this crisis in coaching is what what I have it labeled here because there is a crisis in coaching, right? Like no coach, no one coach, one one choice for a coach is going to make everybody happy. You know, there's always people are always going to find the fault in it, right? They're going to be they're going to be fighting up, not down. Um, what I, I guess my point is is that a lot, of, you know. So talking to this guy, he was talking about parent coaching. Right. And that's that's basically what the DMV has. Right. I would say a majority of the coaches in the DMV are parent coaches. Right. So I kind of got a hot take from him on that. He goes, he goes, he goes, I personally he felt like parent coaches are, are for the most part fair because they're looking at him more and they're much more vested in your team because they are their kids on the team. Right, like they 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 just have a much different take on it, and so he's a he's a true believer in in, in parent coaching. And he also said that when you go up north and you start going to these AAA teams, a majority of those teams are coached by parent coaches. So I guess I guess my take on that is is that no matter where you go, you're going to face it, and it's never going to be that perfect situation, right? And there were coaches recommended at other clubs um, that went to nationals like you're talking about coach Cody and they uh they're parent coaches you know at other clubs you know so it's just I I guess what I'm trying to say here is is that before you start you know before you start questioning these things just think about the the big picture right and think about all the pros before you think about the cons right stop stop fighting up you know, start from the top. I, I I completely agree, Big Panda. But I think it's one of those like, like you cannot bitch after you sign the contract, right? Like, like that contract is like a document that says like, "In coach, we trust." Let him let him do his job. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's I not mean, he's uh, not out there putting his kid out on the ice because there's two minutes left and he thinks little Johnny's going to be the one to tuck it. Like he wants to win that game as much yeah. as the kids do. Like, and, and, and if there's a disparity there and there is, um, uh, where, where people start complaining about, the, the coach's kid getting more playing time. Well, guess what? how many people have had a job where bosses favor certain employees over other employees, right? It happens. Every. That's part of life. Fucking place that I've been in the Navy. That's like nine commands, like multiple commands that I've been at for more than a year. Like they're going to be people that you don't rub the wrong way, right way. And there's going to be people that fucking love you. Like it just is what it is. That's, 
it's it's life. I mean, and that's you know, I know that there's a higher expectation because you know, and, and people will argue because we paid for this and this and that. No, 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 no. But no. there is hot there take, is hot take. You didn't pay for that. You paid for the ice. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying, I, like. Like, like to to reiterate your to reiterate your point, like, yeah, like you paid for the ice to be cold when the kids got on it. Like you agreed for that dude. So, right. So the, and this is I went through this right before we we switched from his first club to his second club. The big big take was is like, well, I want him to develop, right? So what what does that mean, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna go into a, a. a podcast eventually with that, like, you know, people have so many different takes on it. I'm not even going to dive into that because then we'll be on this thing for like two hours, to be honest with you. But, you know, we're going to, we're going to do a new series with that. And we're going to have somebody on here that, that deals a lot with development. And we're going to talk about that just to, to give you a little preview. But, but that's the other thing, right? Like that's the biggest take. Like I want our kid to go somewhere where they're going to develop. Like, well, what, what does that mean? Maybe if we just took a second and changed the mantra on that, and instead of looking for development, let's look for a a great experience for your kid, right? <laughs> like, what's the overall arching experience for your kid? Like, think about the intangibles. Think about development as team play, uh, leadership, and just fun. Just like you always say. I ain't say, got no place uh, for Uncle that. Sandy, We're trying to like, go to the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So no, I, I just think that 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 needs to it needs to be looked at a little bit better, you know. And I want like dude, having if, if anything I could do on this pod having just podcast is I want go ahead go ahead. No, I was going to just say I just want people like to think about development as what's the experience, right? And I'm not saying that the club we're at was a great experience for everybody or wasn't a great experience for everybody because everybody perceives things differently. But that's the over. I think that's the overarching thing. Instead of saying I'm just looking for development for my kid, like, why don't you look for a great experience for your kid? Right. That's that's my point. Go ahead, buddy. Dude, haven't just went through this. Right. <laughs> like we moved, and there's like, I I think even from from my house to the club that we picked, there's probably five rinks. I think that's pretty safe to say. Right. About five. From- where from the, from my from house the, to where we play at now? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you bypass. I, I three. mean, I drive past three of uh, them that I can think of. Three, yeah, three. I mean, so three. one, two, three, four, maybe four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but the 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 teammates, the parents, the overall experience in what we got. Made us not question one time driving past all five of those rings. Yeah, and I mean it's that that means a lot coming from you because I know <laughs> I kind of know what everything that kind of yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean there's obviously right. ups and downs yeah. and there's lessons yeah. to be yeah. learned but like I still wouldn't change it but you're looking at the positive from it yeah, 100%. yeah you're looking at the positive of the experience right 100% because as soon right. as and you go down that rabbit hole like it's super easy to find all the negative and and a lot of what uncle Sammy and I are talking about is not we're not telling you what to do we're not telling you how to act we're not telling you how to feel we're just 
giving you ideas about how we deal with it, and it just makes it emotionally easier for us to a degree. But even we falter, right, Uncle Sammy? I mean, you had that FOMO moment, and I had this, like, what's going on moment. <laughs> Buddy. We're still, I, dude, like, it, it's almost daily at this point with all the fucking stress of tryouts, like... Dude, every day I breaking your kid your kid breaking his stick. Yeah, now. dude, he's out shooting in the driveway <laughs> breaking his stick because you know, gotta get a hundred shots a day in. Uh, right, right. Hundred. I am a hundred percent kidding. So here's a here's another thing I asked this uh this this guy. I asked him this coach, I go, What do you think about closed versus open door tryouts? Have you have you ever experienced one of those? Uncle Sammy, closed or open door? I've only like closed. I guess would be. The, I've only experienced open door tryouts, or what I would assume is open door tryouts. Could, I never like logged into Live could, Barn and tried to watch a tryout. Could you imagine what a closed door tryout with cameras off would do? Now I know a, a, a rank around here that does that. They'll turn off their Live Barn and they will close the doors on it. And it's like I can't imagine. Like if you're going through this now and you're not like emotionally <laughs> grounded and not seeing and not being able to control what's going on and not like I can't even imagine what that would be like, you know. But for the most part, I can think, I can I be devil's advocate? Uh, I would. Can I be devil's advocate on that? Yeah, go go ahead. Go ahead. So, Roll. just me sitting here, right? You want to test a parent's fucking trust in their kids? Close the tryouts and turn off the live barn. Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, like, not shit you can do about it now. Like, you can't stand at the glass and be giving him hand signals to skate his ass off. Right? Like. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I, I mean, you're right. We all do I mean, it. It's, like, it's, I, I'll admit it. I've done it before. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, the whole little spin the wheel. Like, let's go. Like, we've all done it. Well, yeah. I mean, but. But but you you've seen the positive response I've gotten when I've done it too, you know. No, Usually, if I do 100%. that, hundred percent. It like hey, where he would he would ask. He, I'm not I'm not advocating one or the other, but he would ask me like, where were you? Like he would be <laughs> like, where were you? Why weren't you there to support me? No, and, and he'd give me crap about and it. Peanut is like, the same <laughs> way, right? Like. Like, and I don't know if it's like you know, like you've been like you've had to work a mid shift, like. Like, or you're on call or whatever, right? And you've had to miss stuff, yeah. right? Like, I, I, I almost think it's a little different. Like, Little Peanut has done Etsy testing. Like, I've been gone for, you know, three weeks, four weeks in the middle of hockey season. And I, I, I don't know how he would respond to that. But, like, in my mind, like, like you know, you, you go in the locker room, you make sure your skates are tied, and it's all on him at that point. Like, I kind of like it. Well, I can see that. I mean, you got to let him leave the fold, but at the same time, I think that they get to a certain age where they want nothing to do with you. And that scares me a little bit because, you know, I only got the one and I, I enjoy my time and relationship with them. Right. So I try to relish it. And not tarnish the moments, if you want to call it that. You know, that's the hard part. No, I think that right? that I I cherish kind of, it. I I hold on to it every day that he still wants me to tie skates, even though especially when you're gone. Well, and, and I think that's why I cherish it to the extent that I do. And I almost don't want like that whole like, 
hey, can you tie my skates thing to end? I was going to say the same thing. I hate to say that. You know, and it sounds like we're pampering our kids, but I think just because you, we both come from a, a place of service, we just have a different mentality, right? Like, you know, we just, I think we both know and, and some of the experiences that we've been through that we might not get any moments again with our kids, right? So it's a little bit different. And I feel like if parents could see through, you know, our lens sometimes and realize like how important some of these moments are and not to, you know, like I think what we, you and I try not to do is, is tarnish it, right? Like I've used that word twice now and being a little repetitive, but why ruin the moment, right? Because we may never get that back again, right? And we'll look back on it and be like, damn. Like that was a good time. Like, you know, like, you know, he, he, he might, he, he did well or he didn't do well, you know, but he learned from it. Right. And there was so much growth and it's going to help him in the long run where you're going to be like, man, I remember that time that he did this and this helped him with this in the future. Right. Like, you know, a bad boss, a bad coach. Right. Like, you know, and I just wish people would, and that's part of why we're doing this. Right. But we're doing a podcast. So people understand what, how we kind of look at things a little bit. Oh, you know, dude, I could, I couldn't agree more. Like, dude, just fucking cherish the memories, right? Like, like I get lost in it sometimes, right? Because I've been super lucky to be around lately. Like, but, like, dude, it's not always going to be that way. And they're eventually going to hate us. Well, not not only that, but we, we talked about the detrimental effects that, that the parents can have on a kid, right? And it probably starts at tryouts, all the pressure that we put on them. Like, why do I want to do this? You know, like, why? kids probably want to shy away from that stuff. So that's just kind of a warning why we did April Anarchy, right? Is to talk about these things because, you know, because we've been there. Like, we, we, we get into these moments where I'm like, man, I don't know what's going to happen, right? And then we start, you know, being hypervigilant about it, right? Like, we're going to go through four days of this crap. Like, it's the longest tryouts that I think he's ever been through. Oh, definitely. You know? So it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm, it's going to be pretty intense. You know, the maybe, other thing that, like, I'm yeah. glad you brought up the tryout length. Like, I'm kind of curious as to, like, you know, like night one, like, you're, you're at a hundred, right? What does night three look like? And what does night four look like? Because I think every other tryout we've done has the, been two days. I feel like you have to measure it by the monetary value of your bar tab. Like, <laughs> as the days go on, <laughs> I think your bar tab gets bigger. Well, that's just because I've been drinking for and four nights in a row, right? Like, it's not got nothing to do with the stress. Well, the fourth night, though, it, it's going to be great because it's like, oh, buying rounds for everybody, so that's a good thing, right? Yeah, so man, it's a celebration. It's like kidding. making a hole-in-one, right? Like you got to buy a round at the bar right. for everybody. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, you know, I was going to insert my fortune cookie wisdom in between here because I felt like it fit into the whole conversation. But I think for this one, the only person that they are destined to become is a the person they decide to be, not what we do, not how much we push them. You know what I mean? It's up to them, right? It's It really is. The only person they are destined to become is the person they decide to be. 
And I'm not trying to cut off the conversation. Wait, hold on, with that, did but you? I just felt like that was did, a. Did you just take my my rule and reword it? Is that what just happened? Yeah, I made it almost. <laughs> I made it into a fortune cookie. Like that's well, how then, I would read in a fortune cookie. At least give me the fucking winning winning lotto numbers. All right. <laughs> it's not on the back of this one. Right? <laughs> I might have. I might have gotten that from a fortune cookie. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. So. I, I think we covered that pretty good, man. It's just, yeah, just just find somebody to have a sounding board with like we do and come find one of us and we'll buy you a beer or something, right? I promise I will crush a beer with you and tell you you're not crazy and then to relax. Right. Yeah, the point point of this is, is that we feel the same way and we're just letting you all know that we do feel the same way and we're just giving you kind of our... Or warnings on this. Dude, that's yeah, that's pretty much what this is, right? It, like, it's a thought process, right? And like, if you know mine and you know Big Pandas, like, it's definitely got to help with like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. There's so many. There's so many intangibles that we can't control, right? And in the long run, make it about your kid, right? Figure it out for your kid, and just kind of remember our rules, right? All right. Uncle Sammy, let's go into our hockey-sponsored business. You got it? Yeah, dude, let's go. So today's hockey-sponsored business is going to be AMK or AMK Creations. So AMK is a small, out-of-her-house business down in Woodbridge. <coughs> and she makes, like, tumblers and cups for, for pretty much anything you could want, all the way from, like, the NFL down to Little Peanut rocking his number on the ice um and and really just like in bat like embodies like what we look for in a hockey owned small business um she made us a an awesome uh tumbler for a little peanut and uh you may see a donks one or two floating around at rink here soon let's go um, <laughs> that's awesome but seriously um amk amk creations is uh it's it really is epi- like the epitome of what we look for in a small hockey phone business. Um, you can find her at AMK Creations twenty twenty on Instagram, and we'll link her Instagram and her Etsy on the show notes. And stay tuned for an Instagram post. Is that the uh, is that the water bottle you showed me today? Or yeah, the mug, yeah, the travel mug. Yeah, the coffee. Dude, cup. that thing is awesome. Dude, it looked like it looked like a rink. Dude, like I don't know how she. It looked like a. It looked like a. I I don't know how she does it, but like the ice looks like ice, like it's crazy. Yeah, that thing was pretty cool. I can tell you right now, I'm gonna be definitely buying one. So uh, make sure we'll get we'll make sure to get that link up there. Dude, AMK right, will have so you ready for this. Let's move on to our top games. three, buddy. AMK Creations, right. have you ready? That's yeah. It. it it was awesome. It was awesome. I, I got a feeling that one's going to be a big seller. To be honest with you, oh yeah, I like agree. it's it's that one. That one was really cool. I hope I hope they make a little panda one. I think we. Can um, work all right, that out. so awesome. So for this one, um, I know it's just the two of us here. I mean, Cowboy had a had some things going on. So um, let's go with top three rink bars let's go let's go this is right up our i feel kind of guilty because cowboy isn't here but <laughs> I, this one i just felt like 
you know, in, in light of all the April anarchy that we, we got to give you some, you got to choose the rink with a good bar. Like if you're going to be there three nights a you, week, you have to like three to four now. Yeah, I mean, no think kidding. about it. Um, all right. So I think we got to allow all right, you wanna, for this one. Go, go ahead. You can go first. I, I can guarantee my, my three aren't your three. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Wow. Okay. So, uh, number three, and I'm going to go against everything that I said I would never do. But the uh, the whale tail at Chilled Ponds, um, the one that caught on fire. No, 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 no. no. Did it catch on fire? Am I like way behind the times? <laughs> I think, no, I think I was down there one weekend, and then they told me that it had caught on fire the day before. I'm like, oh, yeah, but they still <laughs> fucking rolling out cheese curds and serving ice cold Miller Lite from the tap. Uh, you know, you know what? I do like that bar because we went in there. Because when you go down there, they usually stick you with that early morning game the next day when you're hungover. Yeah, but there's always and somebody. Their, blo- their Bloody Marys are good. There's always yeah. somebody there slinging Bloody Marys and breakfast sandwiches. Like, Yeah. Uh, That's a good one. Okay. So number two is going to be Ice Line in Westchester. Only for okay. the, the rink with the, the bars over the rink, you know? Like you can sit up there, you can have like decent meal, not miss any of the game, like and so that thing's like a pub. Dude, great bourbon selection. It's awesome. Great bourbon it's selection. Really? Dude, Buffalo Trace on the I, rail. I don't think on the rail? Buffalo Trace on the rail. Interesting. I don't think I've hit the bourbon there. I think I usually get beer. I'll have to. I'll have to remedy that. Well, so okay. So that was right. um, you were at the game that I was drinking that Buffalo was Trace on the rail. Um, when well, that's because Little Peanut made that 2011 team and, and <laughs> Little Peanut didn't. And I watched you guys play. There. But we had Lightning. But I'm not bitter or anything. Dude, we had Lightning McQueen in the shootout out there just shutting them down. Right. Oh. Coach, ow. Oh, dude. Uh, dude, what a great that game. That was a great game. That was a fantastic game. Go ahead um, with number one, buddy. And number one is going to be Ion, and solely for the fact that every time I went into Ion when it was cold outside, they had two silos, cream ale, on tap, ready to go. See, I'm not a microbrew guy, so I can't. Bloody. I don't even, I don't know if I've had that. We got to have you down and go to two silos, and I'm telling you, this is a little spot All in right. Manassas. Like, oh man, that cream ale is dynamite. Wow. Okay. I thought you see. I thought you were more primarily a bourbon guy, so that kind of surprises me. But well, so that's why that's why Iceland got number two, right? Like I I appreciate. Well, I guess a real. I guess being a, on the rail. You can, being a Tennessee boy, I just figured it was all bourbon. Yeah, but when you can like, like <laughs> on a Tuesday, like when I got to drive my kid home, like I can't be ripping neat bourbons. Facts, facts. We don't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like you got to be an adult at some point. All right, let me go with mine. Um, Drum roll. Number three. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. You got it. I've gotten more drinks at that bar in Aston, looking overlooking Ring Four. Oh yeah, the one between and, three and four. That's a good one. Yeah, I. For whatever reason. You know, it's obviously a lot newer, but it's definitely. But we pl- we've played so much at Aston, right? So um, I just think it's it's a good spot. Well, so I like Aston because they're not um, like they're not super prudish about like bringing slushies in the bar. That's true. Like, although they probably 
You probably just gave it away. <laughs> they're probably gonna, they're gonna lose you're their probably just going to enforce now. that. Yeah, they're going to lose their liquor license. Right. Wait, way to go, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Number two, I'm going to go with, uh, let's go with Dunlops. <laughs> Holladell. That's a I, great bar. I'm with you. haven't you. been to the remodel yet. No. So we played up there. Have you been to the remodel? We, not, we didn't play up there this year. We played up there last year. And the remodel yeah. where you can walk out onto the right side rink and watch the game, like that's I, – I, I do enjoy that and still being able to get a drink. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be number two for me. Um, see, number one, I would have gone with Iceline, but I think I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go with uh, Ion because – I feel like Norm from Cheers every time I go in there, like, they just know <laughs> just us. put it on my tab. Somehow. Right, right, right. So um, just put it under Mama Panda. That's my name. Yeah. Um, and so, no, I, I, it's – the selection's varied enough. They've got, like, those liquor mixed drinks. So um, I, I will tell you that on Tuesday when I was there – they changed the fries and the fries are fantastic. I know we're not we're talking about bars, <laughs> but, hey, but they had these steak buddy, fries, buddy, bars fries. And food. Well, and I I, I told the uh, I told the the young lady behind the counter. I'm like, please tell the manager there to keep these fries. Yeah, those are the ones. So, yeah, the steak I, fries. I will so. say, um, good. I think that that honorable mentions needs to go to the rink in Ann Arbor that we played at. Where you had to like walk down the hallway. I was, I was actually thinking of that. That was a great bar. It was, it, uh, but it was almost was great. It was almost like too good of a bar to be in a rink. You know what I mean? Because you like you, you almost left the rink because you had to walk down that hallway. It felt like you weren't at a rink. That's You're what right. I'm saying. It felt like, like you were at a bar. Yeah, and like it was and only the, like the rink, three windows yeah. on each side, so like it felt like an actual bar. It was. It was, and it was in. It was kind of an isolated location. It was kind of away from everything. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you were in like the, back the location of the of rink. Drinks. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting, but it was a good bar. I don't even remember what that was. I think it's on the uh, it's on the website. Um. Yeah, because I think it made our top three travel right. Yeah, it was it was in the top three rinks. I want to say it's Arctic World or something like that. I want to say it's Arctic Coliseum. In Ann Arbor. Yes, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I was having a dusty brain fart moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting a little late. Got to get in bed. Got to get up for the early bird special at the Sizzler. Oh, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know for you, for coming from Tennessee, that is the Ruth Chris of uh, of steakhouses, the, the Sizzler in, in Tennessee there. <laughs> Uh, so Ruth Chris, but, but it would be Waffle House one. Get it right. <laughs> um, all right. So I keep previewing and then we keep changing up our episodes. So I'm not going to try to preview anything. I think uh, I think we're going to try to do a new series, though, a, po- a podcast within the podcast where we try to get some local area executive leadership from these clubs and get them on and talking about their philosophies on development, you know, or in my, my opinion, we should be calling it the hockey experience. Right. And, um, just get kind of some different opinions about that. So that's kind of what we're hoping to bring to you on the next, uh, podcast. 
uh, we're going to call it Conversations with the Coach. The name will probably change because we're donks and that's what we keep doing. We keep changing yeah, it Yeah, I think that you, you just set the and, bar too high that we have that much of a plan. Like, like yeah, look, at, guess, look at April right. Anarchy, and, right? Like, it's just, it's a, it's a moment decision. Came out of nowhere. Dude. Oh, you know what? We forgot. We forgot. We forgot Lady Rose. And we're going to talk about. I think about, that one's dynamite. Coming from, like, trying yeah. to schedule games. Yeah. like Right. So we're going to talk about going from tryouts and then actually getting into the season and what it looks like. So for everybody that has all these questions or complaints or whatever, you guys can take a look at it, right? It's almost like kind of giving you a different viewpoint, you know, from the other side of what, what's going on, you know? Uh, it's almost like one of those NHL insiders, right? Or, or or what is that, that hard knocks for the NFL where they go inside the NFL teams and how they prepare for the season? Dude, but I, th- I think that's kind of the, I, I think it's the a, focus of that episode. A it's bit. a view that everybody needs to hear, especially when you're like, why do we got to drive an hour at 9 a.m.? Like, yep, I think I think that's a great take on it. I think it's going to be um, – so, yeah, I think that's the next one we're, we're trying to get together so you guys have an idea of how a, a club actually runs and all the meetings and whatnot behind it. So uh, you got anything else there, Uncle Sammy, before we check out here? Dude, I'm just ready for a roadie. You ready for a roadie? Well, remember, I'm not going to buy you a beer. But I'll give you one out of the cooler. That's right. All right. Roadie, buddy.